after reports of Prime Minister's senior adviser Dominic Cummings breached lockdown rules. The Guardian and the Mirror newspapers are claiming police spoke to him in Durham in March, a significant distance from his London home, despite having had coronavirus symptoms. Our reporter, Tom Rayner, says Labour's issued a strongly worded statement calling for Boris Johnson to explain the situation. If accurate, the Prime Minister's chief advisor appears to have breached the lockdown rules. The government's guidance was very clear. Stay at home and no non-essential travel. The British people do not expect there to be one rule for them and another rule for Dominic Cummings.
Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Merns FM. I hope you found that opening track uh, agreeable. I love that track. That gives me many happy memories of the Commodore Hotel on a Friday night here in Stonehaven, the town that we broadcast from. There used to be, back in the 80s, there was a hotel called the Commodore. Every Friday night, you'd get down there and have a good laugh with your mates and um, try and find a young maiden. Usually fail, if you were me. But whenever that song came on, you thought, right, I'm hitting the dance floor. And you get down to the dance floor as it cranked up, and within 30 seconds you remember, well, actually, I'm not really very comfortable on the dance floor, and I don't quite know what I'm doing here, but you'd see it through for a minute or two and then, then do the rightful thing and, and clear off again. Uh, this next band, now then, in Spiral Carpets, loves this band. And I think, would this be around about the same era? No, this would be a bit, bit later, maybe into the 90s. Uh, but this is banging, this is a good one. Just what it's on In a world of laughter when the man would cry 
Carpets, directing traffic. Of all the bands that I like with daft names, I think that's got to top the lot. In Spiral Carpets, who on earth came up with that name? I just don't know. Seen them live, actually. Probably one of the last times that they performed live with Tom Hingley as lead singer. Uh, but he, he was carrying a bit of weight at the time, and uh, he jumped down from the stage uh, in, into the front there. It was an outdoor concert at the... What's uh, what's Lancashire's football st- Old Trafford? That's it, their cricket ground. And I think Manic Street Preachers were on Dave Garn, but also um, Charlatans. It was a great festival, great lineup it was. And he was on uh, well, on Spiral Carpets were, and he jumped down and he couldn't get back up the stage again. He was carrying too much timber, so he had to get help to back up, which is a bit embarrassing for the guy. Anyway, enough of them. We're going to play. No, I had a choice here. I was going to play Slide Away by. Uh, Oasis, love that song. And then Lisa, you threw in a suggestion that it ought to be Slide Away by The Verve, and um, although you don't like them being called The Verve, that is indeed their title, I'm sorry. Uh, Not just Verve. So we're going to go with them instead.
Eighty, wasn't it? That one. That was the Breeders. That was for you, Kevin. I meant to introduce that before it came on. You'd ask for the Breeders, and uh, typically, whenever someone wants the Breeders, they want Cannonball. But I thought I'm not playing that again. I do enjoy it and everything, but I've been playing that and very little else by the Breeders uh, for, for, forever. So I thought I'd throw that one in. I'm getting all professional at this gig, you know. Just chucking a nice bit of a, an instrumental in from time to time. Just a shame about this waffle in between songs, isn't it? So I'll shut up and instead we'll play you some Bob Dylan. This is for you, Shelley. Uh, I understand that you are a bit of a Dylan head, as am I. Now this is from, I think, his best album. Everybody goes back to the 60s and talks about, what would it be, bringing it all back home, the freewheeling. Into the 70s you had Blood on the Tracks, Blonde on Blonde, but to me, his best ever album was in the 90s, uh, called Time Out of Mind. Just incredible album, that is. Best track would be, well, Highlands for me, 16 minutes long, the last track. But also, Not Dark Yet's a cracker, Cold Irons Bound. And then next to that, I would say this one. So this is for you, Shelley. <laughs>
Your very own radio station is the Spick of the Murns. 105 to 107 FM. This is Murns FM. Do you need your car looked after by professionals? Brickfield Motors are here to cater for all your motoring needs. Whether it's tyres, exhausts, MOTs or just general maintenance, call them on 01569 767 770 and discuss your needs. Go on, give them a call. You know it makes sense. Brickfield Motors, here for you. Pastor of Catholic Vineyard Church in Stonehaven. And Catholic Vineyard Church Stonehaven, in partnership with Integrate Scotland, are here to help in this time of the coronavirus pandemic by offering food parcels to those in need. If you can't access food, toiletries, or household items at this time, we are here to help and support you. If you require assistance, please call 07983 090515. That's 07983 090515. You can also email us on transform.stonehaven at integratescotland.org or find us on Facebook. We're also taking donations on Mondays and Wednesdays between 2 and 4 at the Stonehaven Scout Hall. All donations welcome. From mountain to sea, the very best of Scotland is on Mount FM.
Saint Etienne, you're in a bad way, and uh, lead singer Sarah Cracknell. I tell you, she does make me weak at the knees. A wonderful looking woman, wonderful sounding voice. Enjoyed that. Don't know much about Saint Etienne beyond that song. They had another one that was quite high up the charts. The name of which escapes me. I'll look that up in a minute or two. But on the subject of really good uh, lead singers, uh, female lead singers, uh, how about this one? This uh, is a band called Camera Obscura. Oh, Brian, I meant to um, announce that that was for you, that last song. Well, maybe this one can be instead. Enjoy this one.
surely, if you look in a dictionary for the definition of um, perfection, um, that would be it. It would just say, listen to Camera Obscura's Lloyd, I'm Ready to Be Heartbroken. Absolutely perfect, that song was. I love it. Most uh, shows, we sort of nominate a particular track by the end of the night, which which was the, the pinnacle of the evening. And at the moment, I'm going with that one. I just love it. So that was Camera Obscura. Now, the next band, uh, well... Jesus and Mary Chain, what can I say? They are proper shoegazing material, aren't they? And uh, not my favourite band. I know you enjoy them, Brian. Uh, but this particular uh, track I really like, so I hope you like it too.
Richard Hawley, formerly of the Long Pigs. And before that, I understand, Pulp. I, I'm pretty sure that's correct. In fact, yeah, I know it is. I just can't ever picture him being in Pulp. It must have been right at the beginning, or did he join them just for, for one album? I don't know. But uh, top quality stuff from Richard Hawley, always is. Now, Smithy, if you're listening, um, you haven't sent any requests in for tonight, which is... Um, uh, sort of a dereliction of duty, really, but not to worry. I, on the off chance that you are listening, I'm going to dedicate this one to you. I know how much you like your uh, super furry animals. Uh, the lead singer, obviously, being Griff Reese, so uh, hopefully you'll enjoy this.
some reason we are having technical difficulties i don't know about you but i just couldn't make out a word the chap was saying there so i'm gonna have to come back to that a little bit later what were we gonna play next now then ah yes teenage fan club here we are 41 minutes into the show and i've yet to play teenage fan club which is just bang out of order can't go on uh so brian this is for you
that's what you call an abrupt finish. I was about to say, it's kind of uh, inexplicable, really, that it took me so long to get into New Order. I've, I've landed on them in later life. Here I am, 50 years of age. 50 years of age, I can't believe it. Seems like yesterday, I was in my, in my 20s. There we are, uh, can't do anything about it now. But I didn't really get into New Order when they were around in their heyday, and it's only in recent years I've, I've started playing more of their stuff. I really enjoy it. Power, Corruption and Lies um, was recommended to me by my brother, Stu, and one of the best things he's done for me, because since I started playing that, I have really fallen in love with them. So, enjoyed that. That was New Order. Now then, I've got a dedication to make. This is, this is a very happy day. Um, I only just discovered this, but um, 27 years ago, to this day, I was in Cumbria at a friend of mine's wedding uh, on a Friday. I can't remember why he decided to have it on a Friday. Don't, don't, don't know why that was. Maybe it was cheaper. Probably cheaper, isn't it, to have a wedding reception on Friday, not the weekend. Um, and it's a friend called John, and so this is for you, John, and for your good lady, Sarah. I've got to say, I, I remember Sarah quite well, and I remember thinking, he's, uh, sorry, she's, she's out, of, out of his league. Uh, he's punching above his weight there. What is she doing with him? Uh, no offence, John, but let's face it. You were punching above your weight. But you've lasted 27 years. I think, I think one day she'll realise the, the error of her ways. But for now, you, you, you're seeing it through. So congratulations. Uh, and this is for you.
it is just not happening, is it? The, the news uh, tonight, there's some sort of distortion going on. I do apologise. Don't know, don't know what's going on with it. Um, technical problems. And given I'm the only person in the studio, what with this lockdown, <laughs> I'm absolutely clueless with anything techno- technological. Uh, we're in trouble. So I think what we'll do is we'll just assume that uh, the news can wait for another hour and we'll play some more music instead. And how about... Do you know what? I, I, I was going to save this to the end because it's a bit of a slow one. But uh, maybe now is the right time just to bring the tempo down just a little bit. See what you think of this one. This is for you, Lisa.
went about you last night And I fell out of bed twice You can pin and mount me like a butterfly Take me to the heaven of your bed Was something that you never said face for all those people who say that Smiths are no good. I mean, do they have no ears for music? Absolutely beautiful, that song, isn't it? That's off an album called Hatful of Hollow. No, it pitches up on a couple of albums, actually. Uh, But, yeah, pretty sure it's on Hatful of Hollow. And I adore that song. Um, Now, we're in the mood for slower stuff. I don't normally play slow stuff, but that was really beautiful. And I don't want to upset everybody by banging into something from, I don't know, the undertones so let's go with this light refresher from the smashing pumpkins
This isn't dead air, by the way. I'm just letting it play out to the finish. There's about five seconds of just nothingness to complete the song. That was Smashing Pumpkins. This is, well, another peculiar name for a band. I mean, okay, so I'm into Teenage Fan Club, daft name, wedding present, silly name. In Spiral Carpets, it just gets worse. But uh, this one, they're called Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. Great band, but what a stupid name. Too long as well. There's another band that's uh, that's out uh, lately. Uh, I'm not going to repeat the word pigs seven times, but that's what you would do if you gave them their full title. And other presenters have just decided to call them pigs times seven. Again, I don't know what possessed them. Uh, enough of that. Let's try this.
let's give them their full title. Rolling Blackouts, Coastal Fever, that was. Song called French Press. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to Merns FM this Friday evening. We broadcast out of uh, a studio in Stonehaven, east coast of Scotland, just south of Aberdeen. I say that because we have listeners uh, in far-flung places, uh, not just locals. Uh, but given we mostly have local listeners, let me tell you a bit about tomorrow's weather, although you probably won't want to hear this because it, it ain't good. Saturday, 23rd of May, strong winds and rain, 9 to 13 degrees, and it's going to rain pretty well solidly, according to this forecast, between 9 in the morning and 1 in the afternoon. So stay indoors, make yourself a nice sausage sandwich or a, a nice fry-up. Uh, have a lie-in and only venture out, according to this, after two. Even then it's going to be cloudy. won't be raining, but it's cloudy. You will finally see some sunshine at six o'clock. Uh, and that will remain until about nine. So that'll be a good time to go out and uh, have a walk down the beach. Beautiful town, Stonehaven. My favourite walk. I walk up to the um, War Memorial, because I live in the town. Nice walk up to the War Memorial, beautiful view from there down into the town, and then an amble down to the harbour, back along the boardwalk, along the front there, up towards the tennis courts, and then back home for, um, well, normally a bit of telly and a cup of coffee. A bit of useless information for you. Uh, What shall we play next? Right, now... I don't suppose you've heard of a, a band called FC Kahuna. Neither had I until recently, but this is one of theirs, top notch.
say that was good i was trying to nominate a track earlier on as track of the night i think uh, i went off too soon it was only about half an hour in what was it i decided already oh, you're not going to beat that might have been saint etienne uh, you're in a bad way but that that's my new favorite tonight that was that was super that was now i'm hearing that spiritualized are quite a good band don't know much about them um obviously heard of them i know they are quite prolific a lot of stuff out but can't really say i've listened to much uh, lisa you suggested i should try them so i thereby will play this next track brian you said this is a good one by them so i'm depending on you both here goes you were born on a black day shot through with starlight and all the angels singing just about got it right Cut through with silver And goodness in heaven knows Don't know where we're going God bless your soul Baby, set my soul on fire Baby, set my soul on fire 
talking about don't eat yellow snow and stuff like that i used to work in a bar and uh, guys would say do you want a tip i'd say yeah yeah thinking i was going to get a quid out of it but no no um, always lag your boiler in the winter and stuff like that very funny i'm sure but here's my tip for you go online on youtube and um put enjoy the silence depression mode devotional tour 
and watch the uh, live performance of that song. It is absolutely cracking. Pretty well, any time they perform it live, it's good. They really go for it, jazz it up quite a bit. But that particular tour, that was uh, memorable, really good. Enjoy the silence, Depeche Mode. Now, let's see what's next. How about the Dandy Warhols? <coughs>
people who kind of deride Ian Brown's solo career ever since he left Stone Roses. It's almost as if uh, they never forgave him for leaving Stone Roses and so they're determined not to like his solo stuff. But I think it's quite good. That said, I do get the hump a little bit when bands split up and uh, the, the lead singer does their own thing. I kind of feel a little bit betrayed as if, no, no, I was quite happy with you where you were, thanks, Morrissey. You know, you should have stayed with... The Smiths or Richard Ashcroft, you just carry on with the verve. Thanks very much. I don't want you going off on your own. Uh, but in the end, I'll kind of forgive them. Certainly in the case of uh, Ian Brown. I like his solo stuff. Shall we return to a little bit of shoegazing? This uh, was requested some while ago now by Shelley. And uh, it's a band called The Church. And I enjoyed it so much. I made a note and thought I'll play that again sometime. So that time is now. Thank you. 
must thank our listener Shelley for that. Uh, a real find. You nominated that a few weeks ago, and uh, I just love it. That's the church. About time I visited the rest of their back catalogue, really, because if they equally as prolific with the rest of their output as they were with that one, and I'll be a happy man. Reptile, that's called, by the church. Also discovered uh, a band called The Telescopes lately. Don't know if you've ever heard of them. And uh, they're pretty good. This one's called Flying. <laughs>
bloody Valentine and only shallow. Sad to say that that was our penultimate track tonight. It's flown by once again. I'll be back on Monday, same time, 9 till 11, and again next Friday. So uh, this is a regular slot now. You can look forward to two dollops of indie a week. Mondays, Fridays, 9 till 11. Uh, I'm going to play out with a track now by the Pixies. And if I, if I was to marry again one day, this is the one that I'd walk down the aisle to, I'm pretty sure. Have a good week, everybody, or a good weekend. Stop.
playing a better mix of music. Stonehaven, Inverbervie, Lawrence Kirk. This is Mern's FM News. From the Sky News Centre at 11, there have been calls for a senior government advisor to resign following reports he broke lockdown rules. The Mirror and The Guardian claim Dominic Cummings travelled hundreds of miles from his London home to his family residence in Durham. Labour's demanding a swift explanation. Ed Davey, the acting joint leader of the Lib Dems, says if it's true, Mr Cummings should step down. Millions of people have made huge sacrifices to help stop the spread of coronavirus. I think they would expect that a senior member of the Prime Minister's own office responsible for these guidelines would keep to them. Most travellers will soon face a fine of £1,000 if they fail to self-isolate for 14 days after arriving in the UK. Visitors, including returning British holidaymakers, will be made to share their contact details so health officials can carry out spot checks. Government advisers say there's uncertainty about the risks around reopening schools in England, including how likely children spread coronavirus. The National Education Union reckons her teachers should have more guidance and support. In other news, dozens of people have died after a plane carrying nearly 100 passengers and crew crashed in Pakistan. It's understood there are at least seven survivors after it came down on a residential area of Karachi. Ashab Malik is the chief executive of Pakistan International Airlines. The last message that we heard from the pilot was that the plane had developed a technical problem. He was informed that both runways were ready for the final approach and he could land on any of them. But the pilot decided that he wanted to go around. Two people have been charged with murder in Blackburn after a law student was killed in a drive-by shooting. 19-year-old Aya Hatcham was hit by one of several shots fired from a vehicle. And Michael Sheen and David Tennant are teaming up for a TV comedy based on actors coping with lockdown. The show, called Stage, will follow the cast of a play who are furloughed when their upcoming production is brought to a halt. That's the latest Samani Green. Now, it's back to the music of your life. 105 to 107 means Merns FM.
Merns FM radio app from your app store now and take us with you wherever you go.
Love 
This is Mrs. Logue. I hope you're all staying safe and well. This is a message for all pupils who attend Mearns Academy. For pupils who require jotters to complete work that's being set by teachers online, you can now pick these up from the following places. From Mearns Academy, outside the main entrance, on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 12.30 to 1.30pm. St Cyrus Village Inn at the front door from Monday to Friday from 9am to 8pm. Fettery Larder, during the opening hours, will also provide this service. In Auchenblay, the village shop, when open, will also allow pupils to collect jotters. And in Marykirk, the village hall will provide this service during the opening hours of their larder. Any pupils who live outside of these areas or are unable to collect from these locations, please get in touch with the school and the arrangements will be made to support you if you require jotters. Please only collect jotters if you need them and only take what you require. When doing so, ensure that you adhere to social distancing guideline. Stay safe and we hope to see you soon. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank everybody who's got together here in the community to help support this initiative. Thank you. 
Do you need your car looked after by professionals? Brickfield Motors are here to cater for all your motoring needs. Whether it's tyres, exhausts, MOTs or just general maintenance, call them on 01569 767 770 and discuss your needs. Go on, give them a call. You know it makes sense. Brickfield Motors, here for you. Miss your favourite Merns FM show? You can catch up on demand for free. Go to mernsfm.org.uk slash listen hyphen again. Never miss your favourite Merns FM shows again. Your very own radio station is the Spick of the Merns. 105 to 107 FM. This is Merns FM.
From Radio News Hub, I'm John Francis. The government introduces strict quarantine rules to prevent a second peak of COVID-19. Scientific reasons are presented to back up the planned phase return to school. It's predicted to be quieter than normal this bank holiday on the roads, and there are concerns for employees' mental health as many continue to work from home. Good evening. The government's introduced strict rules for people entering the UK. From June the 8th, anyone entering the country will have to spend two weeks in quarantine. Anyone who breaks the rules will face a fine. The move's been criticised by the airline industry. And one question to Home Secretary Priti Patel is why now? The answer as to why we're bringing these measures in now is simple. It is to protect that hard-won progress and prevent a devastating resurgence in the second wave of the virus. We are following the science and introducing public health measures that are supported by SAGE. This will require international arrivals to self-isolate for 14 days. That is the incubation period of the virus. So that if people have become infected overseas, we can limit the spread of the virus at home. And as we are taking this action, we are taking it at a time when it will be the most effective. Passenger arrivals have been down by 99% compared to the previous year. Now we are past the peak of this virus, we must take steps to guard against imported cases, triggering a resurgence of this deadly disease. And as the transmission rate across the United Kingdom falls and the number of travellers arriving in the UK begins to increase, imported cases could begin to pose a larger and increased threat. This is because they could become a high proportion of the overall number of infections in the UK and therefore increase the spread of the disease. So with far fewer people being infected in this country and with the public having worked so hard to bring the R number down, any new arrivals entering the country with the disease during this next phase will have a much bigger impact, potentially causing a second wave. Now, this is, of course, a different story from when domestic transmission was at its peak and when overseas travel was at an all-time low. Led by the Prime Minister, the whole government has worked across all government departments, including with the devolved administration, to develop these measures. And we do not take these steps lightly. This is extremely challenging, and these are difficult times for the entire nation, as our freedoms have been sadly but necessarily curtailed. But we do not underestimate how hard these new restrictions will be for people up and down the country. To the latest on the plan to reopen schools in England and Downing Street has reconfirmed the government's plan to carry out a phased return from June the 1st. Scientific evidence has been published to try and convince teachers and parents it's safe for some children to go back. One place where there remains a high risk of infection from COVID-19 is in the northeast. We spoke to Sunderland Council leader, Councillor Gray Miller, who thinks it's too soon to resume classes. With uh, our value in the northeast and Sunderland being so high, I genuinely think uh, that was not the right thing to say and do because it has made uh, parents and carers and staff in schools very nervous and very concerned about is it going to be safe to go back to school. Now, my, my view is, and it has been through the whole crisis, is that people need to stay at home, stay safe and save lives. So we need people to make the best judgment for themselves and their loved ones on this. But the bottom line is that, is that schools will determine whether they open further or not, because that is what head teachers and boards of governors will do. My, my role as leader of the council 
is to basically say that I fully understand if people don't go or don't want to go back to school on the 1st of June because they do not think it's safe because they don't trust the advice that's been out there, and that is understandable. Let's round up some of the main headlines from other parts of the UK. Nicola Sturgeon is urging the public in Scotland to stick to the lockdown rules over the bank holiday weekend. She's reiterated the relaxing of the restrictions won't come into effect until next Thursday. Until then, there's no change. This is a really important point, that none of the changes uh, that we talked about yesterday are yet in place. During this bank holiday weekend and into next week, the current lockdown restrictions are still in place. Mark Drakeford says there'll be no changes to the current lockdown rules in Wales before a review next week. The First Minister says when changes are made, they'll be modest and measured. He's also called on people to observe the lockdown rules over this weekend too. Here in the Welsh Government... We will review the regulations again at the end of next week based on the latest evidence and in line with the principles that we have set out in our framework and in our roadmap. And in Northern Ireland, there's been a further drop in the number of coronavirus-related deaths at care homes. 61 COVID-19-related deaths occurred during the week ending May the 15th. That's down from 80 in the previous week. Still to come, we get the experts' view on the lack of a bank holiday getaway, and there's the latest on Project Restart in football. Back in a moment. Goodwin Barrett has helped thousands of people get to the truth and the compensation they deserve. If you've lost money on a stocks and shares ISA sold by a bank, text LOST to 78900. Next tonight, it should have been the big getaway for the bank holiday, but with lockdown measures in place, that simply isn't happening. We spoke to Rob Dennis from the RAC on what it's going to be like on Britain's roads over the next few days. It's going to be anything but a standard end of May bank holiday this weekend. As just 10 million of us say we expect to conduct leisure journeys by car, that's nearly half the number who said the same thing last year. In fact, we expect it to be one of the quietest on major roads um, since we first started tracking people's plans uh, seven years ago, so particularly quiet on the roads. Of course, it will still be the case that some people will be making the most of the good weather. We can certainly expect some local routes um, into beaches in particular to be um, still particularly busy with problems with, uh, with parking, but nowhere near the standard volume of bank holiday traffic on all of our roads nationally um, that we'd expect in any other year. To sport now, and Premier League players have continued to train as part of the first tentative steps to try and get professional sport going again in the UK. Players have had to train socially distanced from their teammates. Brighton Chief Executive Paul Barber tells us how it's gone for his club. Um, well, I think it's an important first step in um, our movement towards getting games back on. Obviously, you know, the first stage of the training protocol was agreed um, unanimously by the shareholders, which was which was a positive step, and and obviously the, the players are now adjusting to that protocol, which is which is obviously quite complex, quite detailed, um, but it's designed to keep them as safe as possible, uh, and that's obviously the most important thing right now. It's an adjustment, isn't it? Everybody's adjusting to something which they've never faced before. So each day that goes by, that adjustment will become easier. Um, you know, I, I don't like the phrase "the new normal," but we are. We are moving to something which is quite different, um, but it will become normal very soon for, for the players. Um, and, you know, we look forward to sort of working through, you know, the next stages and hopefully, um, you know, when it's as safe as it possibly can be to, to getting back playing Premier League matches. Now with the country still in lockdown, new research has raised concerns about the well-being of staff as part of Mental Health Awareness Week. Two in three employers are worried about their workers with businesses having a duty of care to monitor and promote the well-being of their people. Paul Devoy is the CEO of Investors in People and has been looking into the issue. 
the biggest concern by far for employers is the mental health of their employees. They're also particularly worried about the feeling of isolation that they have because the vast majority of people are working from home now much more than we've had in the past. So they're concerned that they feel the isolation from their colleagues that their employees are feeling. I mean, there's a multitude of things going on. I think we underestimate how much people enjoy the social aspects of work, the general conversation over the coffee machine or at the water cooler, conversation with a colleague next to them. You know, work is a social setting as well as a work setting. And just being physically at home all the time has great advantages, you know, in terms of work-life balance, but it also has some major downsides and people are not used to it. So adapting to that change can be quite difficult for some people. Looking at the positive, I think we've moved probably forward 10 years in terms of homework and or flexible work and then we would have done had this crisis not hit. There's a phrase, isn't there, that necessity is a mother of invention and organisations have had no alternative but to adapt and employees have had no alternative but to adapt and deploy more flexible working approaches, particularly about working from home. But obviously it comes with its challenges. You know, from my own circumstances, I've got two teenage sons who are trying to be homeschooled. I've retreated to a shed at the bottom of the garden, which is lucky for me. But if you're in a flat with a family and partners are trying to work and they've got young children, there's a lot of pressures going on there. So for employers to really think about how they support their employees' well-being through this is incredibly important. A reminder of tonight's top stories. The government introduces strict quarantine laws to prevent a second peak of COVID-19. Scientific reasons are presented to back up the planned phase return to school. It's predicted to be quieter than normal this bank holiday on the roads and there are concerns for employees' mental health as many continue to work from home. That's the latest. There's more on our website at radionewshub.com. Hello everyone, hello everyone, glad that you could come. Songs, nursery rhymes and story time. Book back sessions are free and inspire a love of reading. Join me, Julia, at The Childlike Reader for weekly book back sessions. With many activities now cancelled, I'm providing free online book back sessions on a voluntary basis through my YouTube channel to help fill the gap. Watch book bug on Wednesdays for preschoolers or book bug on Thursdays for babies. Subscribe to The Childlike like reader on youtube follow us on facebook go to facebook.com forward slash the childlike reader in these difficult times many businesses are very much open for business and still need to communicate with their customers radio can help with the radio it's business as usual even when it's not business as usual Get your message across to your customers in the Mearns by calling 01569 766 406 or emailing sales at mearnsfm.org.uk. Radio advertising, it works. And coming soon to Port Lethen on 105.1 FM and on DEB Digital Radio across the northeast of Scotland. Oh my goodness. It's Join me for my old record club. I've got the birthday file looking at musicians and artists with birthdays during the week. My Steve Bishop Holdy means something obscure from my own collection. And in a show packed with gems from the 50s to the 80s, we'll also find something nice from the 90s and work our way through the records that stalled at number two in our charts. Wednesday afternoons at two, right here on Merns FM. Your voice. Your voice. 
communities together across the Mearns. This is Mearns FM. I would give everything I 
Turning down, I'm turning in, I'm turning right, I'm turning down 
better mix of music. Peter Kim, Ockham Blay, Montrose. This, this is Merns FM News. From the Sky News Centre at midnight, there are calls for a senior government advisor to resign if reports he breaks.